Blog Talk Radio.
And now, Voices of the True Israelites with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Top part of Saturday, we are live, but we experience some technical difficulties right now, and we'll get it together shortly. part of Saturday, but we live, and no fear, he's at camp one, but remember, camp two, three, four, five, six, all the camps is ready to go for the top part of Saturday, so call for details and where you located within the 70 miles range, you're supposed to get into one of them classes and bump shoulders, because that's the only way you're going to get your blessing, you got to follow his lead. His lead is one thing. He kept the Sabbath day or uh, the sun. He walked 70 miles to the Sabbath day. So guess what? Sooner or later, they're going to put this thing together, and y'all are going to intervene. Oh, 
And now, Voices of the True Israelites, with your host, the seer of Seed Royal. To the four corners of the globe, praise his righteous and powerful name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Yes, Alright, we live. <coughs> we live top five on Saturday. And um, we're just waiting on those that can participate in the broadcast to come on the broadcast and cue the microphone up. And then we'll be ready to go for the top part of seven day. See, the only thing that see you can do is be prepared to teach you, thus says Jacques And those that um, believe in Yahweh, they'll step forward. So one thing about it, uh, we'll just continue to do what we're doing now until they come on stage. When they come on stage, we'll get going, no doubt about it. All right, we live top part of seven days, this is the day that the Almighty have made. And uh, we just seen Mother in the room a minute ago. I don't know if she having microphones uh, difficult. So what we're going to do, we're just going to keep uh, monitoring the broadcast. And we know the international side is ready to go, but the international side is not the one to step up to the plate. On the left side, step up to the plate. So until that time comes, I guess we just... Uh, Keep it moving. That's what we do. But this day right here is a very important day for those that want to get salvation. Because the Sabbath day, sunset Friday night, sunset Saturday night, that is the day for the Sabbath day. So uh, we'll wait. And when they get ready to come on airways, then we'll get it going on. No doubt about it. Top part of Sabbath day, this day that Almighty have made for me and you. So we'll entertain some kind of way until that time show up. Live broadcast, top part of Saturday.
live, live, live top part of Saturday. Top part of Saturday. This day that Almighty have made for me and you. And once to once those that's coming on stage, I the six and on the camps kept to the plate. And then we'll get something going on. That's why we say the harvest is plenty. But the labels is fruit. So all we can tell you, get in where you fit in at. Our job is to tell you exactly that you you was created for these days right now. And these days you're supposed to kind of have the energy to be prepared for Yahweh's word because he, he put you in these days for a specific reason. And one thing about it, We got to keep that in mind. You got to give it all you got every day that you come on this broadcast or anytime you're in the booth, give it all you got because it could be your last, you know. So that's all I said. So what we're going to do is we're going to keep on bouncing around. And see what we can get going on. Once they come on stage, we'll, we'll go live. We'll be going live. Oh, 
Saturday and all the camps is raised and those who call for details on the 224 and wherever you located at within 70 miles, this is the day that the Almighty made called the top part of the Saturday. This is the day that the Almighty has made for me and you. And we got six locations. So call the international line 224-600-5579. And wherever you're located at within 70 miles, we'll look you up so you can make sure you be in that number at the proper time. The they bring them up all over the world. So you a good job uh, working as an intern with yes. Will Smith. Yes. You say to them, yes. look, I have to have the Sabbath yes. off. Yes. Which may I just confess that I learned in my first meeting with Devon, all these years I thought the Sabbath was Sunday. Yeah. I've been going to church. We say worship on the Sabbath, worship on the Sabbath in the Baptist church. And you corrected me and you said, no, Sunday is the first day of the week. Yeah. Sabbath is Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. That's right. That's I right. stand corrected. <laughs> Amen. So <laughs> you go to your first job yeah. with Will Smith yeah. and say, look, I'm really excited to be here. But I have to have Friday. Friday night Sunday, Saturday night Sunday off. And that's over Winfrey, a billionaire. So she comes clean. So who will be made? I don't know. But what we do is bring out here to tell you all about the broadcast. Remember on the international side, it goes 900,000 strong on the international side. Ready to hear some more. Just say it's the almighty one, Y-H-W-H. And we'll turn over to our hill and we tell you all about the broadcast. And we do have a special guest that's going to be tuned in and taking big time notes of, of Pastor Owen. He said, listen, dude, I'm going to be taking notes. Now, I, I hear you talking and just talk, but I'm going to be taking some notes. So I know a little bit, but it, it's nothing wrong with hearing a little bit more. So Pastor Owen just read back a little bit and get the book all put it out a little bit and wants the hill kind of. Let you know who's bringing the broadcast and how you can be getting contact with us. And then we'll take it from there. Pastor Andre, stand by. Get that book all spread out. When we say it with a loud voice, you say, Elder, Mr. Tim Israel, tribe of Yah, God, Judah. Y'all probably think you're going to see And that's what Bush is seeing as well. We'll see, bro. How do you do? Y'all I like to tell we got a we got a um um big time pastor who's on the broadcast or pastor on and he said, Listen now, I'm gonna give y'all the benefit of the job, y'all y'all show me something because I know something myself. But now y'all show me something because I wanna add on to what I got to do. Uh and if all these ones that need help in the word, so I'm gonna make sure the word is right. So it'll take the time and and uh, give a shout-out to uh, how we got brought to Pastor Owen. We ready to hear something. The book is already spread out. Over to you. Ah, yeah, you want to drop them up. Well, once again, welcome to us here as well. And thank you for bringing me into tonight's broadcast. As you say, a month cast of over 900,000 listeners. And that includes Pastor Owen. So, I really want to Pastor Owen for attending our broadcast. Now, if I'm not mistaken, I'm not sure if he was at the Jackson Community Center. There were like 250 um, members from the CTA there in the meeting with um, 
that you give according to the Bible that just mentioned in the book of Ephesians, chapter 27, verse 30. And mentioned once again in the book of Hebrews, chapter 7, verse 8, verse number 9. This is done to keep this ministry bringing the self-care of Also, for building a school, which we see on a daily basis, very well needed, but for lack of teaching and understanding today. Our banquet hall, radio station, and land to grow the health foods. We continue to speak up on this program of the Also, while there, don't forget to check our calendar. Calendar is there to keep you, your family, and friends in tune with the Bible feast days that come to us throughout the year. We also have a live program. This teaching is available during our broadcast time. To get there, this time in a three words.
and upon the birth of him for teaching time. We will continue our teaching on the top top. But I give a continuing reminder. Another reminder is that when we're given the scriptures to speak by the fear, remember to be quick to hear and slow to speak. So the words of that God will slow to the month that we have over five hundred thousand listeners that came into the righteous words of that God and not that of confusion. So we have to be careful not to make worldly statements that are not backed up by the Bible, but those that can be backed up in the scriptures of the Bible. And we have a reminder in 1 Corinthians chapter 14, verse 33. 33 says, we are called back to order of the future, and the peace is all the of the same. So we can keep the scriptures in mind that we speak of. So we'll turn our focus back to our seer Israel and say,
those that's coming on out of the six camps to put their brick in on top of the Saturday. It looks like right now it's just um, the international side of the pack over 900,000 strong. They ready to hear some brother Joe. So look at Luke chapter 12, verse 12, brother Joe, and see what you can get out of it. you on the clock. Come on. Luke chapter 12, verse 12. For the righteous spirit shall teach you in the same hour what ye ought to say. Uh-huh. Excellent. You, you, you're absolutely right there, Brother Joe. And the righteous spirit will teach you what you ought to say in that very same hour. So, Brother Joe, we're going to open up in, in the book called Isaiah. We're going to see what Isaiah said, Brother Joe. We'll see we found something that was said in the book of Isaiah, top part of the seven days. And once the rest of the camps come on the broadcast, we'll spread it out a little bit. But right now we're going to the book of Isaiah, Brother Joe, and we're going to see what, we, what, we, what can we get out of the book of Isaiah. Let me see what we want out of Isaiah. We want to talk about something out of Isaiah. Isaiah 10. Let's try, let's try Isaiah 10 there, Brother Joe. We look at 10, 1 down to verse 7. Let's see what we can get out of Isaiah, top part of the Sabbath day, 10, 1 down to verse 7. Let's throw this verse on the table, and let's see which way the, the minister spirit take this verse right here. 10, 1 through 7. What does it say there, Brother Joe? Isaiah, chapter 10, 1 through 7. And it reads, chapter 10, 1 through 7, Woe unto them that decree unrighteous decrees and that write grievousness which they have prescribed. Verse 2, to turn aside the needy from judgment and to take away judgment and to take away the right from the poor of my people that widows may be their prey and that they may rob their fatherless. Verse 3. And what will ye do in the day of visitation and in the desolation which shall come from far? To whom will ye flee for help? And where will ye leave your glory? Verse 4, without me, they shall bow down under the prisoners, and they shall fall under the slain. For all this, his anger is not turned away, 
but his hand is stretched out still. Verse 5. O Assyrian, the rod of mine anger and the staff in their right in their hand is mine indignation. Verse 6. I will send him against and hypocritical nation and against the people of my wrath. Will I give him a charge to take the spoil and to take the prey and to tread them down like the mire of the street? Verse 7, how be it? He meaneth not so, neither does his mind think so, but it is in his mind to destroy and to cut off nations, not a few. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, we can say, um, although you read that by Joe, but this is a, a two-fold prophecy. This is a prophecy based upon what happened with the Syrians came down on the children of the northern kingdom in 722 B.C. Isaiah was prophesying on it. It also talks about a people to come. All that all that is in that what you just got to read. He says, and the Syrians, which is a dark race of people, they the one came down on your first in 722. They beat you back real good. But they also talk about another people coming on you after that. See, all this is in that right there because when Yahweh is speaking, Brother Job, when Yahweh is speaking, can you help me out? In Matthew, write it down. Matthew 13, 13. Then we'll skip down to 34 and 35. See, when Yahweh is speaking, Brother Job, and when he's talking to the seers of this Bible, this book is nowhere near a novel. So now he don't talk, now we just got to read the destruction of the northern kingdom and the destruction of the seven, uh, the southern kingdom also, right there written in the 10th chapter. And who going to do it? Then another people will come behind there and beat you back because he called you uh, the children of the 12 tribes. I'm going to send you, him against a hypocritical nation in verse number six. You know why Yahweh told us here that, that the children of the Torah tribes are hypocritical nation? Because they have made an agreement with him, but they never kept their part of it. They kept their part of a little while, but now they're paying no never mind. So exactly what we're reading right now, but understand when 
Yahweh speak. He speaks according to Matthew 13, 13. What did he say that, Brother Job, in Matthew 13, 13? What did he say that, Brother Job? Matthew 13, 13. Therefore, speak I to them in parables, because they seen see not, and hearing they hear not. Neither do they understand. So when so when Yahweh is speaking, Brother Joe, he speaks with parables. As a matter of fact, the parables is um the parable, read verse 34 and 35 there, Brother Joe. Hey, Brother Joe, what do 34 and 35 say? Matthew, verse 34 and 35. All these things spake Yahweh the Son unto the multitude in parables and without uh-huh. a parable spake. He not unto them. Uh-huh. Thirty-five. That it might be fulfilled, which was spoken by the seer, saying, "I will open my mouth in parables; I will utter things." which have been kept secret from the foundation of the world. Mm. You see that? So you see that, Brother Joe? He, he speaks in parables, and he said, I'm going to bring out the foundation of the world. See a lot of see we jumped down this Bible, and that was that was a profound statement they ever made that we have to get excited about knowing what to get excited about. That's what we got to get excited about. Oh, what we we got to know is we getting excited about the word of Yahweh, or are we getting excited about something we told? So when Yahweh is speaking, he speaks all in parables. And now, Brother Joe, go to uh, Mark chapter 9, Brother Joe. We're going to Mark chapter 9. Mark chapter 9. Well, make it chapter 4. Make it 4 there, Brother Joe. 4, 9 through 11. We're going to Mark chapter 4. We want to give us a precept on that. Because here's the point. Every verse in the Bible has a precept verse to it. And that's what's going to be the exciting part of once the school come up and put out there, we have to learn those that are going to come in these classes that every verse in the Bible have a precept verse to it. If your spirit right, he's going to give it to you. If your spirit not right, you're not going to catch it. So in Mark chapter 9, I mean chapter 4 there, Brother Job, 
what it says in 9 through 11. Mark chapter 4, verse 9 through 11. What does it say that, Brother Joe? Mark chapter 4, verse 9 through 11. Mark chapter 4, verse 9 through 11. And he said unto them, Lie dead, lie that hath he ears to hear. Let him hear. Verse 10. And when he was alone, they that were about him with the twelve asked of him the parable. Verse 11, and he said unto them, unto you it is given to know the mystery of the kingdom of Yahweh, but unto them that is, that are without, all these things are done in parables. Hmm. Hallelujah. So, when you're without, everything that you think is one way, it's going to be totally another way. See, we, so when you're without, so you hear what saying, Brother Joe? He's a dog that's without. Yeah. Everything that they hear, they're going to receive it and take it another way. He said, that's what's going to show, but what they, let's go to First uh, Corinthians chapter 5, Brother Joe, verse number 12 and 13. See, a lot of times, that's why we know we come on this broadcast and we lay a lot of things down, but really, we clear that it's not going to be properly received, because Yahweh is not going to let it properly be received, but we're going to put it on tape anyway, so we're going to do our part about it. So now, uh, in 1 Corinthians, Paul is talking to the northern kingdom. He's talking to the northern kingdom, the same people he says, I'm going to send what you read in Job chapter 10, verse 5. I will send a the Syrians. The Syrians the raw of my anger. And the staff of their hands is my anger and my indignation. Now what are you trying to tell you? He said when the Syrians um they get they had a history the Syrians have a had a history to what they brought you in captivity, they were they were not only put you in captivity they will take your back and strip your back like you do a fish to see to show people they reward. They not only beat you beat your back, they rip the skin off your back. The Assyrians. <laughs> they rip the skin off your back. But remember, when they was ripping the skin off your back, it was by the hand of Yaquah. See that's the point we're gonna make you understand. What going on? What's going on today? We when things is not in your favor as a nation, because 
Yahweh is angry with the people that he gave a charge with to lead the way in his word. So when Job read, my brother Job Israel read Isaiah 10 verse 5, the Assyrians, the rod of my anger, and the staff in their hands is my indignation. So you say, oh, man, they was cruel to me. No, no, no. They was cruel to you because Yahweh gave them a charge to be cruel to you mm. like you have done all of the other nations to beat your back, and they're and they not even comfortable until they beat your back. Why? Yahweh put a charge on them. See, this is what we try to get to you to understand something. While you planning to do A, B, and C, and you and you leave Yahweh's word short, that's where you losing it. Every nation, Yahweh has put a charge on them to always cut you short because you made an agreement with him to do what he told you to do. And you're not keeping your end of the bargain. Try that on a job. Go on a job and say, well, he said, okay, um, I hire you. You start from 9 to 5. I see you at 9 o'clock in the morning. You go there and punch the card and get in, and we'll show you to do. But no, you try to come in at about 2 o'clock. You come in at 2 o'clock. So I, I, I'm coming to punch my card in at 2 o'clock. Well, well, the agreement was you come on at 9 o'clock. Well, no, I decided to come in at 2 o'clock. See that? Hmm. So now what, now what that ball continue you behind that? And that's the same thing we're trying to tell you now. 12 tries. You got agreement on the table. You got to keep your end of the bargain. Dude, the man going to... Continue to send all the nations to a hypocritical nation called the 12 tribes of Israel. And he always sent a seer in every walk of life to go to the elders to get them on their own track. The seer's only responsibility is to go to the elders and crank them up. And the elders' only responsibility is go to the teachers. That's going to be teaching the word. The teacher's own responsibility is to go to the fathers. The father's own responsibility is to go to the mothers. The mother's only responsibility is to go to the children. That is the protocol and is not going to be broken. So the elder's job is to do one thing. Get to the teachers. That is their responsibility. The seer's job is to get the word and, in a hurry, pass it to them. We get a case in point with, with, with Sister Sarah in live at Camp One, out of Camp One. Sister Sarah, one more time. Yep, I bid you see right here. Hallelujah. Uh, how many is microphone at, at the book called? Exodus chapter 3, verse number 14 and 15.
Therefore, put away from among yourselves that wicked person. Now look how the Bible precept will tell you about being without. Now, Brother Joseph, if you, if you want to take that question of being without according to Paul that was raised from the womb in Galatians chapter 1, 15, 16, we're not going to read it. But if you want to take that question and deliver the knockout blow in the eyes of Yahweh, and Paul was raised from the womb, what is the Bible definition of one that is without? According to what verse and what what can be said according to the Bible, when you are without, what is the Bible definition according to verse 13? According to but verse 13. You give it in verse 13. When you're without, Paul just gave the definition of being without. In verse 13, yep. you want to take a, a mother, you want to take that mother? What, what is verse 13 is saying that the biblical definition of being without? What do you, how do y'all perceive the person to be according to verse 13? What is you 
you wide open. And them demons, and demons gonna come, they're going to come at you. And, and, and they have no limit to you. The only thing can check you. Y'all could be whipping y'all cars or it would be when you within Yahweh's order, that don't apply to you. But when you're not following Yahweh's rules the way he tells you to do it, in the eyes of Yahweh that make you a wicked person. In his eyes, not those seer's eyes. We just tell you what the Bible says. Now, Brother Joe, read verse 13 again and watch it real carefully how it breaks down plainly in 1 Corinthians 5, 13. Read it again, Brother Joe. 1 Corinthians 5, 13, and it reads, But them that are without, Yahweh judges, therefore, Put away from among yourselves that wicked person. Now you see that? So now see how plain it is? See see how plain it is when, when, when the seal go over it and the elders go over it? The same verse is showing you the Bible definition of a wicked person. A person that's wicked is without Yahweh. And then when Yahweh give you judgment, Statutes and laws, just like the man on your job do. He give you rules and regulations, when the lunch break is, when you check your breaks, what time you punch your clock in, what time you punch your clock out. Now, if you follow the rules and regulations, he'll, catch, he'll see you in the paycheck line. But if you don't follow his rules and regulations, you will not be in the paycheck line. They, when your car, when you put your car in and come in, your car will be terminated. <laughs> they got, they got now. You got to punch a card in and come in, and your car said terminated. And but, and you know why you terminated? Because what he told you to put on the table, and that's why every nation is beating the children of Israel back. Because in the eyes of Yahweh, you've been terminated, but he always sent. I'll say it to you to get to the elders to tell you it's time to wake up out of that sleep. Now, Marie, we go on to um, 2 Corinthians 6, 14, on to verse 18. Marie. Hey, Marie, we go on to 2 Corinthians chapter 6. Read verse 14, down to verse 18. Now, listen what Yahweh said. See, we, like I said, the Bible is perceived to the world as a novel, but it's not a novel. Because when the scripture comes out, those that's without, it's going to get a whole different interpretation of what it's saying. But those that's within, going to catch it right away. Boom. Oh, okay. Why? Because that's the way he set it up. He's not going to allow you to be able to compete in his arena of his Bible being without. So that's why I get away from everybody. But the only way you can deal with that, you got to do what the Bible tells you to do. 
Now listen to what Mother getting ready to read. Mother, he getting ready to read in 614 down to verse 18. Second Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 down to verse 18. And we live at all the campuses is ready to go. Two, three, four, five, six, and one, all ready to go. So if you're within 70 miles, call for details, 224-600-5579. Get in on the Sabbath day. Bump shoulders. Because that's the only way you're going to be able to keep up in the word of Yahweh. You must bump shoulders the way he got it written in the Bible. You're going to get away from you every time. 614 down to verse 18, Mother E, what would it say? Come on. 2 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 14 to 18. Verse 14. He eat not unequal yoke together with unbelievers. For what fellowship have righteousness with unrighteousness? And what communion have life with darkness? Verse 15, and what concord has Yahweh with Baal? Or what part has he that believes with the infidel? 16, and what agreement has the temple of Yahweh with Adam? For ye are the temple of the living Yahweh. As Yahweh has said, I will dwell in them and walk in them, and I will be their Yahweh, and they shall be my people. Verse 17. Wherefore come out from among them, and be ye separate, said the Yahweh, and touch not the unclean things, and I will receive ye. Verse 18. And will be a father unto you. And you shall be my son and daughter, said the Yahweh Almighty. Yet, now, now we want to know one thing. Now, Job is, uh, Brother Job, and now we want to know, according to, when you, without Yahweh, According to verse 17, what is the most powerful words in 17 that when you were that Yahweh, what have Paul laid on the table in verse 17? What's so important about verse 17 when you were thou? Can you look right down at verse 17 and give me the number one words in 17? We found out that when you were thou, you a wicked person in Yahweh's eyes. Why? Because what's going to check you? That's like relationships. One in Yahweh and one not. Anything something to jump off, escalate. Why? Because you have nothing to check you. Yahweh, is the, he got rules and regulations. And if you have step with Yahweh, you have nothing to check you. I mean, you have nothing to check you. Anything might jump off. You know, I just heard about a um, a brother that used to come to class in the name of Judah. Um, brother Judah. 
come to class. And um, it was out 3 o'clock in the morning. He's going to be all right, but Mr. 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 Um, Bangle Man kind of visited him at 3 o'clock in the morning. Huh. And that's why we keep telling you, you've got to focus in on Yahweh. Although he's going to be all right. But that's a warning. If you're not going to no job, you ain't got no reason to be out at 3 o'clock in the morning. There's no reason whatsoever a Yahweh man got to be out at 3 o'clock in the morning unless he's going to a job. If he's going to a job at 3 o'clock in the morning, then that's just the way it is. But if you ain't going to no job and nowhere in the world, you're supposed to be out there at 3 o'clock in the morning because your chances go up very high. And Mr. Banger, man, always around at that time. So when we got the word on Brother Judah, they say he'll be all right. But when we do sin, that's a warning, Brother Judah. He came back with me, Yaqua's word, and, and, and had his word, in a, his world entertain you at 3 o'clock in the morning, if you ain't studying no book, you're going to be tearing up some pillow at 3 o'clock in the morning. Shoot. Huh? No doubt about it. So now, Brother Joe, in 617, what's the most important part of that verse with, with the young lion standing by? He's going to tell you all bring his broadcast after we, we look at verse 17. What is he saying in verse for for eighteen to kick in, he says in eighteen, and will be a father unto you, and you should be my sons and daughters, says Yahweh. But what got to happen in verse seventeen? For you be a son and a daughter, says the Yahweh. According to verse seventeen, that brother Joe, the national is listening. What's in seventeen? It's very important that we got to do for 18 to kick in according to verse 17. What does that have about Job? Verse 17. The unclean thing. Touch not the unclean thing. And I will receive you. definition according to 17 of being unclean there, being unclean. He says, wherefore come out from among them and be you separate, says Yahweh, and touch not the unclean things. Who, who was he calling unclean? What are you talking about? He was speaking he of about? the... What was being spoken about, about was the unclean thing is the, the is fact what? that they are without. They're without. So why would you touch something without? Yeah, but what is he, what is he talking about for the national order? Is he talking about um, uh, food you eat? Uh, what? What is he talking about unclean? What, what, what is he talking about? 
You remember when we read in verse um, 5.13? You remember what we read in 5.13 there, Brother Joe? Hallelujah. Wow. I remember. Yeah, what, what did we read in 5.13? Who, who won't take a shot at that? Won't take a shot at that, Sister Sarah? It, it, the answer was in 5.13. The unclean person is the what? The wicked person. That's the number one answer. So that's why the mind got to be in precepts. The number one answer was touch not the unclean thing. And the unclean thing he was talking about, uh, precepting back to 513, the wicked person. He said, now, if you do that, now, if you do that, then verse 18 will kick in. Then he said, if, this, if you do what you to do, then verse 18 will kick in. He says, and will be a father unto you, and you shall be my sons and daughters, says Yahweh. See, now look at that. Um, yeah. See, all you got to do is don't be unequally yoked. Because when you're unequally yoked, that's a wicked person. That's unclean person. Because they on one thing, and you on something else. He said, for me to be your father, and you to be my son or, or daughter, this got to apply in your life. Yeah? And that's why we have so many problems in relationships. We just get a relationship based upon no rules according to the Bible. Oh, uh, he, she, do what I like. He, she, do what I like. Okay, but well what about this book? You, if you want Yahweh to intervene, you've got to follow his rules and regulations just like you follow the driving of when the car rules and regulations. When you see a red stop sign, you stop. You don't run through it. Keep on running through it then. Then he can be a ticket book man. When you see the red light hit, you stop. When you see an ambulance coming with the horn, all that noise, police coming, you put them to the right. You do. You don't keep driving. You put them to the right. You follow the rules. So you think Yahweh ain't got no rules? <laughs> Man, all this problem, he got no rules. We can half step through his rules and think we got something coming. It ain't going to happen. We got to apply his rule better than we apply the man's rule in the world. Okay? And on that note, we're going to bring in Brother Mackay and tell you all about this broadcast. And Young Lions ready to roll. And, and we're going to, in a little while, we just, we're just going to do about a, a few more. And we're going to get out the way and let the Young Lions, because the, the, the sales job is to do one thing, pass it on. And let you know what you're saying, saying, and see about who's going to do what. At a time appointed. So now the young line, Brother Makai Israel, Yahweh built you again. Yahweh bless you there, serious. Oh, see, Roy. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. The young line is at Cap one, 1 Ready Roar. And um, Kevo Seal and the National Audience, over 900,000 strong, who all carry the broadcast and, and what you got put on the table there? Come on. All right, see, Israel, see, Roy. Last, I'm right now on Blog Talk Radio. 
D-O-T-T-Y. We ask you all to uh, be big ears and look mouth and keep your mind staying on the bus there, Shaquan. We say over to you, Israel, of the road. All right.
And say unto and, them. And, and what? Uh-huh. And say unto them, Thus said the Yahweh, Yahweh, are you come to inquire of me? As I live, said the Yahweh, I will not be inquired of by you. See that? You didn't say that, Mama? He said, now the seer's job is to go speak to the elders. He said, now you go tell the elders, y'all come, y'all come to require me. He said, guess what? I will not be required on by you. See that? So the seer's job is to tell the elders of Israel. Thus says Yahweh. He said, now y'all come require me. He said, he said, y'all just talking. I ain't hearing a word y'all saying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now, what you say in verse 4 there, mother? Verse 4. Ezekiel, chapter 20, verse 4. Will thou judge them, son of man? No. Will thou judge them, son of man? Will thou judge them, cause them to know the abomination of their father? Now there, mother. Who won't take a shot at that? Mother, you get, you get the first shot at that, mother. What, what is he talking about in verse number four? Okay, he's talking about um, with Ezekiel, uh, judge them. Who is it them? Um, the, the field, not the field, the elders. Oh, he telling he telling the the elder he telling the seer to go judge who mother your point now you you making it plain you you know hold on let me talk for a minute mother you know a lot of time when we read the Bible it, it remind me of sometimes one of the young lions he 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 might ask me back like he got his hand out waiting on the ruler hit him on his knuckles I mean we gotta boldly bring it out I mean that's that's what a the 26th part is so important. We have to boldly bring out what we what we read. So when the class is set up, we got to boldly bring out what we read. So now what we read is verse 4. According to verse 1, the angel came to the seer. And in verse 3 he said, you go speak to them elders of Israel. He said, we, we, he said, look here. Is, is, is the elders going to require me? He's as I live. I ain't going to hear nothing the elders have got to say. Then he says in verse 4, talking to Ezekiel, we are not just them who? Them elders. Them elders. The elders got a great responsibility to get to the teachers. The seal's job is to get to them elders and get them prepared to get to them teachers. That's the one, two, three punch. He says, will I, will I judge them, O son of man? Will I judge them who? The elders. Cause them to know the abomination of their fathers. That's what we're reading in verse 4. Is that what we're reading, mother? Right. So everybody got a great responsibility and now, look what he said in verse 5. 
Verse 5, mother. Bring that verse 5 out. Ezekiel chapter 20, verse 5. And say unto them, Thus said the Yahweh, Yahweh, in the day when I chose Israel and lifted up my hands unto my hands unto thee, unto the seed of the family of Jacob, to name and change Israel, and made myself known unto them in the land of Egypt. When I lifted up my hands unto them, praying, I am Yahweh, your Yahweh. So you see that? The responsibility of the elders is to get to them children of Israel, and that means them teachers. The one that be teaching, so there's right there. He's to cause them to, cause them elders to remember I'm the one brought you about of the land of Egypt. The place where you was in slavery. The place you got your back beat at. I'm the one brought you out. He said, now, them elders got to get to them teachers and remind them what Yahweh did. Verse number seven. Verse seven. Verse 22, it reads. Pick that verse up, uh, Sarah. Sarah. 
daughter of Israel, Sarah. Pick that verse up. Six. What I say, number six twenty-two. Pick that verse up. Uh-huh. What? Yahweh spoke unto Moses, saying. How did 
Moses become a Yahweh to the children of Israel. And what authority did he, how did he get this? We're going to Exodus chapter 4 there, young line, live out of Cal 1. And Moses is going to try to get out of things. And, and Yahweh going to let him bump his gums and get, all, get out there real good. Four verse 10, let's read a little bit of how did Moses become a Yahweh to the 12 tribes of Israel. Verse 10, let's read a little bit. Come on. Going to the book of Exodus, chapter 4. We'll pick it up at verse number 10, and then read. And Moses said unto Yahweh, O my Yahweh, I am not eloquent, neither herefore, nor since you had spoken unto your servant, but I am slow of speech and of a slow tongue. Uh-huh. And Yahweh said unto him, Who hath made man's mouth, Who have made man's mouth? Yeah, who, he said, who have made man's mouth? Or who make it the dumb or deaf? So if, if a person dumb or deaf, who put you that way, read it? Or the sin or the blind. Or, or, or deaf, sin, problem, or blind, who I, did? Have not I the Yahweh? So whatever state you find yourself in, give all the credit to the Yahweh. He don't want to put you whatever you got going on in your life. It's by the hand of Yahweh. Go ahead. Verse 12. What? Now, therefore, go. Go. And I will be with your mouth. And this is the little man. You hear this man saying? Now, therefore, go. Ah, Yahweh will be with your thy mouth. And teach you what you shall say. And I'm going to teach you, Moses. What you supposed to say? Go ahead. Verse 13. And he said. And he said. Oh, my Yahweh. Yeah. Then, I pray you, by the hand of him whom you will send. Verse 14. And the anger of Yahweh was kindled against Moses. Yes. And he said. What? If not Aaron the Levite your brother. Yes. I know that he can speak well. He can speak well. And also, behold, he come forth to meet you. Uh-huh. And when he see you, he will be glad in his mind. And he's going to be, he'll tell you already, when, when you tell him uh, Aaron all about what position he got coming, he going to get happy. Mm-hmm. Now watch this in 15. And you should speak unto him. And you should speak unto your brother Aaron. And put words in his mouth. And you put words in your brother Aaron's mouth. And I will be with your mouth. And I will be with your mouth, Moses. And with his mouth. And with his mouth. And we'll teach you what you should do. And I'm going to teach you, Moses, what you got to do with Aaron. Go ahead. Verse 16. Listen, God. And he shall be your spokesman. And Aaron going to be the spokesman. Unto the people. Unto the people. And he shall be. And he should be. Even he shall be to you instead of a mouth. And he should be to you instead of a mouth. And you should be to him instead of Yahweh. Yahweh. He's going to be, uh, instead of me being a Yahweh to him, you're going to be a Timothy. He's a man saying. Listen, the only Yahweh the children of Israel ever known about is Moses. Because he just laid it out right here. Instead of Yahweh, y'all looking up? Y'all better look right at Moses. Is that what we read now? We read 
You look right at Moses. That's the highest Yahweh the children of Israel got to was Moses. And Aaron was the middle man. And when he got Aaron right, then Aaron done what again, um, daughter Sarah? What did Aaron do back to six chapter again? And so Aaron, the seal, got his thing going on. What did he do? Gonna go back to Numbers again. We're going back to number six, verse 22 and 23. Now we look at the protocol real carefully now. Now we're going to learn something on the way of learning something. Number six, we we'll had them five markers in the hand, but flip right back over there too, because we're coming back. Right there, number six, 22. Now we understand something. Now we're not only just reading scriptures, we know what we're reading now. Now we're reading something right now. Number 622, Sarah, live at Camp One, come on. Uh -huh. Now, who, now, who was, who was the, who, what was the sons of the people to, for example, we you know what Moses was. Moses was the Yaqba. What was Aaron was the seer. So now his song is to be what? The what? A uh, little, little, little bit more for that. The teachers and what? Teachers and elders. Elders and teachers. You remember when Moses got the word, he had to go find them, them elders. He found Aaron. Then he found them teachers with them doing some elders. So the stars were them elder teachers. And their job is to do what? In verse 23. Now watch the protocol. What? What was the job in verse 23? Same. On this wide. And, and they're going to do the talking on this wide. They're going to go to the 12 tribes of Israel on this wide. The elder teachers, they're going to do it. They're going to all the tribes because once the seer, which is Aaron, got to them elder teachers, he was through with it. He was through. All, all he was waiting on to see what old Moses got to say. You see that? He was through with it. See, we're trying to show you how this thing works. And now once you know how it works according to this Bible, then you know if you line up with some Yahweh. Now, Yahweh said, look here. I'm going to straighten you up, Moses. You're going to be the Yahweh instead of me. So people are going to cry to you. And once I get you straight, you go get your seal right, Aaron. And once Aaron is straight, he go find them sons with elders and the other teachers. And they will disperse themselves among the 12 tribes of Israel and bring that word uncut. Exactly what Yahweh want from Aaron, Moses, from the mighty one upstairs. Now that's Bible. Look what he says. What he says up to Sarah. 23 and 24 now. On this wise, now bless the children of Israel. He said, now on this wise, children of Aaron. Aaron got them elders and them teachers together. On this wise, you bless the children 
of Israel. This is how the children of Israel get the blessing. This is how they get the blessing. Glory. And said to them. What? Yahweh bless you. Yahweh is the one to bless you and keep you. Yahweh made his face shine upon you. Yahweh is, is gracious to you, children of Israel. Go ahead. Verse 26. Yahweh lifts up his countenance upon you. Yahweh lifts up his face to you. And gives you peace. Yahweh is the one to give you peace. You see that? The blessings in the name. So if you don't have the name Israel at the end of your name, you're not upon the blessing. I'm going to bless you when your name at the end is Israel. You ain't got to worry about no Psalm 50, verse 16 and 17, going down the city hall, nowhere. Because Yahweh is not going to take no documents that they got because they're not going to do right. They don't have no documents that Yahweh is going to take. And that's when you can read over there in 50 chapter verse 16 17. Ain't nothing they got that Yahweh is going to accept. Because everything they got by hook, crook, stealing, and deceiving. Everything they got. So it's no legal document that Yahweh, now Satan going to take you legal document. But it's not a legal document that Yahweh got that Esau and his five sons have from City Hall that he's going to accept. you got to find out what this Bible saying. If you want Yahweh to accept you, he going to tell you what you got to do. For him to be your father and be your sons and daughters of him, you got to separate yourself from the lies of the world's wicked devices. And that's what it means about the Sabbath day. The Sabbath day is your draw the line. You get that out the way. And all them days is after that, you deal with it. But this is where you get your battery recharged at, by keeping the Sabbath day. Sundown Friday, sundown Saturday. That's how you get your battery charged up. Because Yahweh is with you when you got his order. Now, if you got his name at the end of your name, it's just like those that got offsprings. When they were small, I don't care if you're in the kitchen cooking or outside on the porch. If they cried, didn't you stop immediately what you're doing and go see what they wanted? That's what the man's saying when he recognized that's Israel, they know I'm their father. Where's this crying for? You stopped immediately to see what your child is doing. That's what Yahweh said. That's what he mean by you, my firstborn, as a nation. When you cry, I'm going to hear you. Let's get a precept on that. I'm going to back away. I'm going to leave that. I'm going to leave the Exodus 20 on the table. I'm going to leave all on the table and turn to the young line. I want to get a precept on that. Uh, all right, Marie, give me a precept on that. Go back to 223 down to verse 25, and I'm going to get on out the way. I'm going to watch the young line take it from there, take it from here. 
We're going to leave it just like that. But we're going to show you that if you do like children of Israel, 12 tribes, put the name of Israel at the end of your name. Do what he got written in his Bible. Watch how he worked for you. You'll work in your mind first. You'll get your body right. Your mind will be better. You'll be able to see things more clearly. You'll see who your neighbor is. You'll see what your better half on. You'll see what your friends on. You'll see better when you get Yahweh right. You have sweet sleep when you got your Yahweh right. And it starts by you keeping the Sabbath day, bumping shoulders on one of the six anointed camps. Yahweh will, he going to show up and show out with you in the brain and your health. I don't care what the doctors have said. You get your Yahweh right, he can tell death in the 14th, the ninth chapter in the 14th chapter. Hide out, get away from him, get come up out of him. He got all this power. And you coming around with this guy, it's not good. But mother gonna read, mother gonna read something in Exodus 2, 23, out of verse 25, and don't bag out the way. I'm gonna turn, I'm gonna turn on to the young line, let him do all the roaring rest of his broadcast. Remember, he's back on that way tomorrow at 12 o'clock, but the young line gonna take it all the way in. I'm gonna grab back and watch the light. The young line uh, talk to the national audience all over the world with Mother E and Bud Job Israel is ready to assist and Sister Sarah live at the studio of the Temple One and she all is too. So now Mother Mother E, look right down at Exodus chapter two, verse twenty three out of verse twenty five. Take your time and 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 do your part there, Mother E. Come on. The book of Exodus chapter two, verses twenty three to twenty five. Verse twenty three. And it come to pass in process of time that the king of Egypt died, and the children of Israel fighted by reason of the bondage. And they cried, and their cry come up. Unto Yahweh by reason uh, of the verse twenty four, and Yahweh heard their groaning, and Yahweh remembered his covenant with Abraham, with Isaac, and with Israel. Jacob, Israel, whose name Jacob, whose name returned to Israel. Verse twenty five, and Yahweh looked upon the children of Israel, and Yahweh had. Respect unto them. You see that? You see that? When they cried to Yahweh, he said, that's mm-hmm. my sons and daughters crying to me. Mm-hmm. And and Yahweh, he really loved that. Right now, we don't cry to Yahweh. We cry to Doc Cook now. We tell mm-hmm. Doc, hey, Doc Cook. Oh, we cry to Doc Cook more. We, we don't cry to Yahweh. We cry to Doc Cook. And Doc Cook just wrap you a, 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 a prescription somewhere, and you take it in your head, and you skip on out, out of his plate with a long bill. Huh? See? You see what we do? And we don't cry to Yahweh, no. Yahweh got respect for you when you cry to him. He got all the power. 
And in Exodus 4.22, he says, Thus thou shalt say to Pharaoh, Thus says Yahweh, Israel is my son, even my firstborn. Either you let them go, I'm going to start killing everything that I see. See that? That's why it's so important for us to meet and greet Bob Scholes on the Sabbath day because we got to rehearse the right to that. We want Yahweh to intervene. He's not going to intervene until you line up with this Bible. And that's why he said, get to them elders, and the elders got to get to them teachers. And the teachers got to get to the 12 tribes of Israel, fathers, mothers, and to the children, to let you know the reason we're in trouble today, the reason demons all in us now, because we're not lining up with this Bible. And on that note, we're going to turn on to the young line by saying, Makai Israel, Yahweh BJFC Royal. Yahweh blessed them, said Israel. Oh, see Roy. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. <laughs> All right, said Israel. Excellent. And we have got part of the Sabbath day. And we'll thank Yahweh for the word that you consider bring to us. We'll keep the ball game rolling at the top part of the Sabbath day. And uh, Yahweh blessed their mother Eve. Yahweh blessed their brother Joe, Israel, and Steve Roy. Now, just to share Israel. Give me uh, Luke chapter 12, verse number 12. Thank you. 
start off like that. Let's go to the book of Ruth, chapter 2, and give me verse number 4. And then, um, while we go on this route, we're going to put this on the table, and we're going to touch along a little bit more on this Sabbath day. But uh, let's go to this book of Ruth, chapter 2. Give me verse number 4. And then... And then Mother, uh, Mother, Mother's Eve, you mean the book of Luke chapter 1, give me verse 27 and verse 28. And Job, you had me ready, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse number 16. Brother Job, you will have me ready right after Mother Eve, 2 Thessalonians chapter 3, verse number 16. And Mother E is going to give me Luke chapter 1, verse 28. I mean, 27 and 28. All right, Sister Ruth, you're on the clock. Let's go. I mean, I said Sister Ruth. I mean, in the book of Ruth. Let's go read the book of Ruth. <laughs> Sister Sarah, you're on the clock. Let's go. Going to the book of Ruth, chapter 2, verse 4, read. And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said unto the reapers. Uh-huh, what did he say? The Yahweh be with you. What, now, what did he say? The Yahweh be with you. And what they, what they uh, applied back was? And they answered him, the Yahweh bless you. And, 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 and people wonder, why do they always say that when they see us? They say, Yahweh be with you. Where that come from? And a lot of brothers and sisters don't even know that's in the Bible. Let's get a case of point. So if Boaz was, uh, uh, what, now read that again. Read that book of Ruth again for me, Sister Sarah. Let's read that one more time so the national audience can get a clear understanding about why we say Yahweh be with you. Book of Ruth, chapter 2, verse 4, read. And behold, Boaz came from Bethlehem and said unto the reapers, Yahweh be with you. Mm-hmm. And they answered him, Yahweh bless you. And they answered him back, Yahweh bless you. So every time we see one another, we say, Yahweh be with you. And our respond back is, Yahweh bless you. All right. Mother E. Let's get a second witness on that. Let's go to the book of, uh, go to the book of Luke chapter 1. And pick it up at verse number, uh, just give me verse number, give me just verse 28. And, and, and pay very close attention to that, Mother E, because there's something that's about to be said right here. And let's see, let me show you, we're going to see a little Bible study time going on. Let's see how they slide this on in. Let's see how the angels come, when they come, what they say. Okay, look at Luke. Chapter 1, verse 28. And the minister spirit came unto her and said, Hail, thou that are highly favored, Yahweh is with thee. Blessed are thou among women. Woman. Woman. Now, when we look at this scripture in verse 28, they said something on the end up inside of here, and they said they. The medicine spirit came in and said, Hell. It says, verse 28 says, Then the angel, which is the ministry spirit, came unto her and said, Hell, 
you are highly favored. But we know that as inside this Bible that we can read, they gonna come the same way how Boaz them came. He came to her and let her know that Yahweh be with us. You are highly favored. He said the same thing. He said, "Blessed are you." He came to her and said, "Yahweh bless you. You are highly favored, and Yahweh is with you. Blessed are you among women." Let's get a second uh, case of point on this, right? Brother Joe, we're going to the book of 2 Thessalonians chapter 2, verse 16. Let me get one more in on this. So everybody can know, why do we say, Yahweh be with you? Yahweh bless you. see how they're speaking uh, in the book of 2 Thessalonians. I want chapter 2. I mean, chapter 3, sorry about that, chapter 3, give me verse number 16. 2 Thessalonians, chapter 2, 2 Thessalonians, chapter 3, verse 16, and it reads, Now, the Yahweh of peace himself gives you peace always by all means. The Yahweh be with you all. So how he greet him? How he greet him again? Yahweh be with you all. Hallelujah, Yahweh. And, and, and you already know they respond back will be, and Yahweh bless you. Because that's the order in this room. That's our language. That's how we spoke. We spoke Yahweh be with you. And Yahweh bless you. So anytime we see one another, that's how we do this thing according to the body. This thing got to be a, uh, what I want, Romans chapter 15, and get pick it up at verse number 15. Give me some good old reading here, too. Let me, uh, let me take it that, take a peek on over here. Let's make that uh, Acts chapter 15, verse 15. It's a word that I want to point out of that, Sister Sarah. Acts chapter 15, verse number 15. How we got how we got to uh, bring this thing forward in Acts chapter 15, verse number 15. Going to the book of Acts, chapter 15, verse 15. What do it read? Verse 15 reads, and to this agree the words of the spirit, as it is written. How, how it got to be? As it is written. This thing got to be written. So we got to make sure we, when we laying this thing down, we got to make sure we doing this thing and reading this thing according to as it is written. So let's find out uh, what else is written. Let's see what he had to say in the book of uh, Romans, since you're in Romans. I mean, uh, uh, since we're going to Romans, Mother, he picked that up in uh, verse, chapter 3, verse number 4. Book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 4. Yes, ma'am. Book of Romans, chapter 3, verse 4. 
Romans chapter 3, verse 4. Yahweh forbid, yea, let Yahweh be true, but every man in life is written, that thou mightest be justified in thy saying, and might overcome when thou art doing. So we come to find out that this thing got to be what type of way, Mother? The verse number four? Yahweh forbid, let, let Yahweh be true, but every man uh-huh. a liar, it is written. As it is written, Mother. Drop down, give me the first line of number 10. That's the first line of verse number 10. As it is written. This thing got to be as is. What type of way, Mother? Written. Got to be as it's written. So when we come to bring forth this word of Yahweh, and you see us saying, uh, uh, Yahweh be with you, and Yahweh bless you, we're doing this thing because we can prove and show that this thing is done as it is written. And that's what we want to put on the table. We ain't going to come out of our mouth and say, none if we can't find this thing inside this book. Why we say that? Let's go uh, First Peter chapter 4, Brother Joe. And let's pick it up. Give me verse number uh, 11. Let's go to First Peter chapter 4, and let's pick it up at verse number 11. Brother Joe, give some time to get there. First Peter chapter 4, verse number 11. That's one thing we want to do. We want to make sure that we're on point with this book. That's why we tell you, we can't come with your answer at that very moment. Give us a, uh, Sister Sarah, what do you say in Daniel chapter 2, verse number 16? Why, Brother Joe, give me that First Peter chapter 4, verse number 11. Give us some time to get there. Give me that uh, Daniel chapter 2, and let's see what he has to say in verse number 16. You know, so the national artists can understand why we say it. We don't have it for you at this moment. We just want to Daniel chapter 2, verse number 16, so we can make sure everybody understands why we say this thing as it is written. Going to the book of Daniel chapter 2, verse 16. Yes, ma'am. Verse 16 reads. What it reads. Then Daniel went in. And desired of the king that he would give him time. What he what he asked for? Time. To do what? And that he would show the king the interpretation. So just give us a little bit of time. That's what we're saying. If, you, if we ain't got it that very moment for you, National, just give us a little bit of time. We'll come back and show you this thing. What type of way, Sister Sarah, Israel? How we gonna show him this thing? So the king. No, uh, no, no, I'm talking about how we supposed to show this thing. They give us a little bit of time. They supposed to show this show us this thing as it's what? Written. As it's written. So give us a little bit of time, we'll come back to see you show this thing as it's written. Because it was something that was told in us in first Peter chapter four, verse number eleven. Brother Joe. What do you say in first Peter chapter four, verse number eleven? First Peter chapter four, verse eleven. And it reads, if yes, any man speak, what read. If, any man if, speak. Any man, if any man speak, let him speak as the oracles of Yahweh. If any mm-hmm. man speak, let him do it as the ability which Yahweh gives that. Mm-hmm. Yahweh in all things may be glorified through Yahweh's uh-huh. Son, 
for whom mm-hmm. praise and dominion forever and ever. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. So if any, anyone out there D-O-T-T-Y speak, we know that we got a First Peter chapter 4, uh, 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 verse number 11 on our head. We got to make sure that we speak this thing according to uh, 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 the word of Yahweh. And we ain't doing it that type of way, then we, are, we ain't following this thing as it's written. So uh, now let's find out what the word of Yahweh has to say to us in the book of uh, Micah. Mother, uh, Mother, Mother E, what do you have to say to us in the book of Malachi, chapter 4, verse number 4? Make that Malachi, Mother. Make that Malachi chapter 4, verse number 4. Malachi. Yeah, yeah, mother, mother. Yeah, 4, verse 4. The book of Malachi, chapter 4, verse 4. Verse 4 read, Remember you, the Lord. He said, Malachi. That's the foe. Yes, ma'am. That's, That's right. You on point, mother. Remember ye the law of Moses, my servant, mm-hmm. which I commanded unto him and Hurrah. For all Israel with their statutes and judgment. So he told us to remember the law of Moses. We come to find out that Moses existed when he was living here on earth. He was Yahweh. He said, remember the law of Moses, Yahweh, my servant, which I commanded to him in Horah for all Israel with the laws and judgment. Uh, Let me see, can I run something down here that just came to my mind? There was something that was said. Uh, Let me see, can I pull it out in a book of Deuteronomy and say, if it takes too long, I'm going to tailor it and come back to it. Because, uh, Something that went down and make that make that number. Let's see how I run this down. But while while we running that down, Mother E, give me Exodus chapter twenty. And pick it up at verse number uh pick it up at verse number five. And read down till we get to our point because there's something going on here in the book of Exodus chapter 20. And pick it up at verse number 8. Make that verse number 8. Mm-hmm. Exodus chapter 20, verse 8. Exodus chapter 20, verse 8 reads, Remember the fact Keep it holy. Verse 9. Six days shall thou light and do all thy work. Verse 10. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Yahweh, your Yahweh. And it, I right, will not. Now go ahead and finish, Mother. I'm going to let you finish out. Thou shalt not do any work. Now. Nor thy son, nor thy daughter, thy manservant, 
Lord, that maid servant, Lord, that carrier, Lord, the stranger that is within that gate. So, so, what day, mother, he say is a, what day he say is the seventh day, what day he say it is? The seventh day. So we got the seventh day. That's right. So we got six days to do what we got to do, but on the seventh day, just a, uh, 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 the seventh day is the day of Yahweh for us to have a, to keep this Sabbath day, right? The seventh day is the Sabbath day. Sabbath day. This is the day that Yahweh gave to who? Who we gave this day to that we can read? Uh, Sister Sarah Israel. But before we read uh, and go into that Exodus, we'll go over there to the book of Job. I mean, we'll go over there to Brother Job. We know he gave his day to somebody. But let's see what that has to say about uh, this Sabbath day. Brother Job, go to um, Genesis chapter 2, give me verse 1, 2, and 3. Genesis chapter 2, verse 1, 2, and 3. Uh-huh. Genesis chapter 2, verse 1. Thus the heaven and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. Verse 2. And on the seventh day, Yahweh ended his work, which he made. And he rested on the seventh day. From all That's right. From all his work which he had made. Verse three. And Yahweh the Son blessed the seventh day and sanctified uh-huh. it. Because uh-huh. he had rested from all his work which Yahweh the Son created and made. Hallelujah. Well, let's find out who he gave his seven days to going up to Sister Sarah Israel in the book of Exodus. We're picking up at chapter 31. We want to read verse number one. We're going to the book of Exodus, chapter 31. We're going to read verse number one. We're going to read 12. And we're going to read it down to verse number 17. Going to the book of Exodus, chapter 31, verse 1, 12 through 17. Mm-hmm. Verse 1 reads, Yahweh spoke unto Moses, saying, verse 12, Yahweh spoke unto Moses, saying, So who's going to speaking right now? Yahweh. And who are we speaking to? Moses. Uh-huh, Moses and who? Yahweh. That's right. And when, when when Moses get ready to start speaking, who Moses go speak to? 
Sears. What Sears this was? Most of them still spoke Aaron. to the Sears. All right, and when Aaron got done speaking, uh, when, when Moses got done speaking to Aaron, the Sears, who the Sears go speak to? The elders and the teachers. The, the elders. elders. And the elders go speak to who? The teachers. And the teachers go speak to who? The fathers. And the fathers go speak to who? The mothers. The mothers go break that thing down to who? To the church. And that's the order in Israel. Pick it up at verse number 13. 13. Speak. Go also unto the children of Israel, saying, uh-huh. Truly, my Sabbath shall right here, the find that. The time between me and you. Who, who, who is that? Children of Israel, I want to sign, looking for a sign, but we say it's a sign between. There's a sign between. What children? Put a name on. Children of Israel. So. There's no other name written in the scripture about this Sabbath day. And he said this Sabbath day is signed between me and you, children of Israel. Five of us drove all over the national audience, everybody tuning in and listening in. You know, we all want to make sure everybody keeps getting that good old Sabbath day in. So, uh... Bring them on in, tell them to sit back and listen to this stuff says y'all for they want to tune in with. Um, so right now we getting um, a good old belly full of understanding that this Sabbath day was given to the children of Israel. And this is a sign between Yahweh and us, 12 tribes of Israel. Pick it back up where you left off at, to sell. Throughout your generation. Uh-huh, so this is a generation right now, right? Yeah. Okay, so we're living in a generation because you always hear people talking about, uh, yeah, this is the next generation to come. But y'all keep forgetting that uh, if we're a generation now, and we know Yahweh is a, uh, uh, Brother Joe, give me Malachi chapter 3, verse number 6. That's the type of man he is, in Malachi chapter 3, verse number 6, because he said this is throughout your generation. You hear so many people talking about generations. So let's see what type of man he is uh, in Malachi chapter 3, verse number 6. But before you read that, we're going to go over to uh, Mother Mother E, and she'll give me the book of Hebrews, the book of the Israelites, chapter 13, verse number 8. And Brother Joe will come right on behind her in that Malachi chapter 3, verse number 6. Okay, book of Hebrews, that's eight. Hebrews chapter thirteen, verse number eight. Make that make that number eight. Hebrews chapter thirteen, verse eight. Yes, ma'am. Book of Hebrews chapter thirteen, verse eight. Read. Yahweh, the Son, the same yesterday and today That's and right. forever. So Yahweh, the Son, is the same yesterday. He's the same today, and he's the same forevermore, right? It says forever. 
So he's the same forever. So we know that Yahweh the Son uh, 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 said, hey, I'm the same. I'm the same yesterday. I'm the same today. And I'm going to be the same forever. Uh, but what that means for some people that just got a hard time understanding that, so let's preach that by Bible. Because, you know, people try to twist that on up and make up something out their own mind. But let's see what he had to say in the book of Malachi, chapter 3, verse number 6. And keep this in mind now. We're talking about this Sabbath day to the children of Israel to all generations. What do you say in Malachi chapter 3, Brother Job? Verse number 6. Brother Job. All right. Sister, Sister Sarah Israel, pick that up for me. Book of Malachi chapter 3, verse 6. Verse 6-3. That's right. For I am the Yahweh. I am the Yahweh. I change not. He, he do what? I change not. He, so, so he said, I'm the same yesterday, today, and forever. And forever. He was, so what he was saying, he don't do what? Change not. Continue to read. Therefore, your sons of Israel are not consumed. So, so he said, you sons of Israel, y'all not consumed because I, I change not. So at the end of the day, I don't, I don't do no change. That's, that's so when I said that this thing is throughout your generations, let's go back to that, uh, 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 that's what I meant. In the book of Exodus chapter 31, verse number 13, finish that out. Verse 13, book, book of Exodus chapter 31, verse 13. Verse 13 reads, Speak thou also unto Give me that last, pick it up with that last line, that you may know. Last two you lines. know that I am Yahweh. That's right. And do sanctify you. That's right. Verse number 14. Let me get a couple more in on this. Verse 14. You shall keep the Sabbath, therefore, uh-huh. for it is righteous uh-huh. unto you. It's righteous unto uh, 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 the children of Israel. You want to know what's righteous unto you? He said the Sabbath day is righteous unto you. Uh, continue to read. Everyone that defile it. Surely be put to death. He said, don't defile my Sabbath day because I'm going to get you. I'm telling you, I, I, I got you on the clock now. One of these days I'm going to get you. I'm going to put you to death. And then uh, continue to read. Let me see if I run some damage. It's coming to me. Continue to read that. For whosoever do any work therein, mm-hmm. that soul shall be cut off from among his people. So, so he said you get to doing some work therein, doing your own thing. He said you're going to be He's going to cut you off. All right? Continue to read. Verse 15. These days may work be done, but in the Sabbath is the Sabbath of rest. Righteous to the Yahweh. Uh, is, is what to the Yahweh? Righteous so to the Yahweh. So Sabbath, this Sabbath day is righteous unto the Yahweh. Whosoever do any work on the Sabbath day, Shall surely be put to death. Mm-hmm. Verse 16. Therefore, the children of Israel keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their generations for perpetual covenant. So this is a for, for, forever covenant. Hey. Mother, uh, is Mother Z around? She, she want to get a couple on me before we uh, before we come back and, and, and get to touch a little bit more on this Sabbath day? Yeah, come on, 
Mother uh, Z, you want to get your commentary? Not right now. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't hear that. No, you're not right now. Okay, well, hallelujah. Well, all right, uh, Brother Joe. All right, hallelujah. Well, all right, Brother Joe, let me get one more in with you, then uh, give me a closing statement. Let's go to the book of uh, Isaiah chapter 56. Let's get a couple more in. Matter of fact, make that Leviticus chapter 23. Give me verse 1, 2, and 3 before we go there. Let's go to Leviticus chapter 23. Give me verse 1, 2, and verse number 3. Brother Joe. Brother Joe. Give me, give me, give me one more in. We'll get the closing statement in. We ran a good race. That's right, Brother Joe. Hang it up, Brother Joe. Let's with you, uh, Brother Lakaya. Lakaya. Okay, I'm back now. Hallelujah. Let me get one more in. Uh, Leviticus chapter 23. Hey, can you help okay. me out and read me verse 1, 2, and verse number 3? Leviticus chapter 23, verse 1, 2, and 3. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And the Yahweh spake unto Moses, saying, verse 2, speak unto the children of Israel, and say unto them concerning the feast of the Yahweh, which ye shall proclaim to be righteous convocations, even these are my feast. Verse 3, this day won't be done, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest, and righteous convocations. Ye shall uh-huh. do no work therein. <laughs> it is the Sabbath of the Yahweh in all your dwelling. So, so besides us not doing no work on this Sabbath day, what else should, should, should we be doing on this Sabbath day? According to verse 3. According to verse number 3. Proclaim. So, Okay, we, we, we know you came up uh, uh, on the court of verse number three. We know we know you got a, uh, it's a Sabbath of rest, but what do you say with, after that Sabbath of rest? What else we should be doing? According to verse three. It's a right, righteous convocation. You shall do no work. Uh-oh. Therein. Have a whole? A righteous convocation. Ye so we got to have a right together. That's what he's telling. He said you got to have you some righteous gathering on this Sabbath day. So let's uh, stay me there, Brother Joe, if you're on the clock. Uh, the, the book of Michael, I, that, that was a, a, an important verse. And I, I was trying to read it, but... Different people were trying to do things uh, other than what should be done in my presence now. Because I, I know I serve Yahweh. This is the Yahweh Sabbath. And I didn't want to... I, I had to do what I had to do. So, uh, but I, 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 this is what I'll say. I will be on the air. Uh, I'm still listening in. I'm still here. 
still going to honor my Yahqua. This is the Yahqua's faith. It's the beginning of the Sabbath. So I, I am still here. And, and I mean, I love doing this. I love that you guys are keeping it up. I mean, you guys are my guys. <laughs> and that is the children of Israel. Hallelujah, Yahqua. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. Hallelujah, Yahweh. All right. Mother, Mother E, give me uh the Book of Romans chapter twelve, verse number one. Let's see what he means when he say have a uh, righteous gathering. What do he mean by that? In the Book of Romans chapter twelve, pick it up at verse number one. Okay. Book of Romans, chapter 12, verse 1. Mm-hmm. Romans, chapter 12, verse 1, read. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of Yahweh, that you present your mm-hmm. body a living sacrifice, righteous, acceptable, yeah. Yahweh, which is your reasonable service. Yes. So, 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 our reasonable service, according to Yahweh, he say, uh, present your body inside of that uh, temple. That's what he told uh, us. He said, present your body as a living sacrifice, and that's what he uh, wanted. He wanted to have a body up. In- uh, 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 Sister Sarah, give me uh the book of Zephaniah chapter. Two verse number one. He said, "Present your body on this Sabbath day." That's what he wanted now. Now let's see what the book of Zephaniah chapter two verse number one reads. Going to the book of Zephaniah chapter two verse one. What it read? Gather yourselves together. Gather yourselves together. Yeah. Gather together. Gather together. Oh nation. Oh nation. Right. Not desire. This this nation. But we gotta do some gathering together on this uh, uh on these old savage days. That's right. You know we we wanna uh reach a. Uh, let me get one more at your mother. The whole savage day, the top and the bottom. That's right. And we wanna have our uh blessed day. But let's make sure we understand that he had to say something in the book of Isaiah chapter fifty-eight, verse fourteen and verse number. 13 and 14. Mother, Mother, uh, Mother Eve, give me a closing statement from now. That's you, 58. 13 and 14. That's me, 58, 58. That's here, just 58. That's 13 and 14. Isaiah chapter 58, verse 13. If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy religious, mm-hmm. thy righteous days, and call the Sabbath a delight, the right, the holiness of the Yahweh honorable, and shall honor him not doing thine own way, now finding thy own mm-hmm. 
Now speak in thy own word. Verse 14. Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Yahweh, and I will cause thee to rise upon the high places of the earth and feed thee with the heritage of Israel, thy father. For the mouth of the Yahweh has spoken it. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Mm-hmm. Oh. Okay, Mother, uh, uh, give me uh, Isaiah 56, 1, 2, and 4. Verse 1, 2, and 4, since you are already there. Isaiah chapter 56, verse 1, 2, and verse number 4. The book of Isaiah chapter 56, verse 1, 2, and 4. Isaiah chapter 56, verse 1. Thus said the Yahweh, Keep ye judgment and do justice, for my salvation is near to come, and my righteousness to be revealed. Verse 2. Mm-hmm. Blessed is the man that doeth this, and the son of man that layeth hold on it, that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it, and keepeth his hand from doing any evil. Verse 4. Uh-huh. For, for thus said the Yahweh unto the ancient eunuch that keepeth my Sabbath, and to and to choose the thing that pleases me, and take hold of my covenant. So Yahweh just let it be known that uh, if you want a blessing in Yahweh, children of Israel, that he say, uh, you're going to take a hold on this Sabbath day and you'll keep from polluting it. And one of the ways we want to make sure that we got this thing in order. We got to make sure we present our bodies a living sacrifice, and keep and, and, and it got to make sure that it's pleasing to some Yahweh. Hallelujah, That's what he said. You want to please the boss, man? Hallelujah, Hallelujah, Okay. Thank you for Yahweh for the class. Thank you for Yahweh for the teacher here and for the teacher, Brother Makaya. Thank you for Yahweh for the listeners. Thank you for Yahweh that I'm able to be in the class. And I'm going to read uh, two verses of Isaiah 55, 1 and 2. Oh, Everyone that thirsts, come ye to the water. And he that had no money, come ye by and eat. They come by and come by wine and milk, without money and without price. Verse 2. Wherefore do you spend money for that which is not bread, and your labor for that which 
satisfied not, hearken diligently unto me, and eat eat that which is good, and let your soul delight itself in that. Hallelujah. 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 All right, uh, Sister Sarah Israel Z. Roy Travis. Let's go back and let's read some. Let's re-encounter some. Let's go back to the book of Exodus. Let's pick it up at chapter 31 one more time for me. And let's go, uh, give me some of something that was said in the book of Exodus chapter 31 and pick it up at verse number. Give me 13 and 14. Look at Exodus chapter 31, chapter verse 13 and 14. Yes, ma'am. 13 read. Bring 12 in with so we can know who to speak. Verse 12. And Yahweh has spoken to Moses, saying, verse 13, Speak thou also unto the children of Israel, saying, Truly, my Sabbath, you shall keep, for it is a sign between me and you throughout your generations, that you may know that I am Yahweh, that do sanctify you. Now, now, what do you say in verse number um, 14? Verse 14. You should keep the Sabbath, therefore. So you should keep the Sabbath, children of Israel, therefore. For it is a righteous, for it is righteous unto you. That's right. Everyone that defiled Israel. Everyone that defiled the 12 tribes of Israel. Shall surely be put to death. Stop right there. Now, let's go to your, let's open up the red book. Because it says the death sentence on this thing, right? So let's see what he has to say in Second Ezra chapter 9. And read me verse 7 down to verse 13. And then, uh, see, see let's, let's pick it up right there. Let me get you close to the statement. 7 to verse 13. Yes, ma'am. Second Ezra chapter 9, picking up at verse 7 down to verse number 13. Going to the book of Second Ezra, chapter nine, reading verse seven to thirteen. Verse seven reads, And everyone that shall be saved shall be able to escape by his works and by faith, whereby you have believed. Give me uh second Ezra chapter nine. What's that you picking up at verse matter of fact, let's skip down for time's sake. Yeah, go ahead and finish it out. You we got time. Verse eight shall be preserved from the said peril, and shall see my salvation in my land mm-hmm. and within my borders. For I have sanctified them for me from the beginning. Verse 9. Then shall be a pitiful case, which now have abused my way, mm-hmm. and they that have cast them away despitefully, Shall dwell in torment. All those who cast this uh, mm-hmm. uh, 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 word away go do what? Dwell in torment. Verse 10. Verse 10. For such as in their life have received benefits mm-hmm. and have not known me. Verse 11. Verse 11. They that have loathed my law. They did what? Loathed my law. Uh huh. While they had yet liberty. So they had the freedom, but mm-hmm. they, they, they want to ignore this law. 
and when as yet place of repentance. That time for repentance. Was open unto them. And so it was open unto them. Understood not. Understood not. But despised. And they despised it. But remember he said something that he said they go seek death. The death is on this, right? Read verse number 12. Verse 12. The same must know it as the death by pain. How they going to know this when they receive this death penalty? By pain. So when you receive this death, we think it's just over with. But it's going to be after this death. What happens after death? Pain. Verse 13. Verse 13. And therefore, be thou not curious how the unyachwali shall be 